0: No, it's a part of me it's 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 the yeah. best way for me to communicate with other people and express my my feelings and thoughts always has been yeah so it's definitely essential in my life
1: hello and welcome to where the living room used to be a podcast about Rhode Island's music scene. Hey everyone, it's James. On this episode, I chat with Jesse Ramos, who you more likely know by the name Jesse the Tree. In our interview, Jesse and I talk about his start writing rhymes back in high school, how he draws from influences uh, such as 90s hip-hop to even the folk scene for some of his music, and how his new record, Space Tomatoes, got its name. Hope you enjoy the episode, and uh, please follow along on Facebook and Instagram, at Living Room UTB, where you'll find some show flyers, some photos, and a whole bunch more from Jesse's time in music. Jesse Ramos, thanks so much for uh, doing this interview, man. I'm excited to, to talk to you.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for having me, man. I've been, been listening to these, and they always sound fun, and you're a great dude, so it's going to be a good time.
1: Cool. Well, I appreciate right. that. Um, but yeah, I mean, kick some things off here. Uh, where did you grow up?
0: I grew up in Bristol um, my whole life. Um, I went to, you know, all the public schools in this area. I went to Mount Hope High School, the Bristol Warren School. Um,
2: yeah.
0: And then uh went to Roger Williams even. So I, I didn't oh, okay. for a long damn time. Um, yeah. And then after college is when I moved up to Providence finally. Um, and then I've been up in Providence for six years or something, six or seven years. But yeah, uh, it's nice. It's only, you know, Twenty minutes away from my folks, so I could always pop back in. And,
2: yep.
1: Yeah.
0: Grew right up in Bristol. Did all the Bristol shit. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, what was that? What was that like?
0: Uh, I mean, I, I was just like a big sports kid, you know. Okay. Uh, just played about every sport I could. I was a big, you know, basketball kid. My my whole family is a big basketball family, so that was really most of my childhood and teen years was focusing on basketball um and then once i discovered that i liked music more uh, yep. eventually liking basketball less at least playing it you know what i mean and i was like oh i don't have to be aggressive all the time i can talk about my <laughs> feelings
2: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: <laughs> you know so yeah i started uh writing poetry in high school and um you know like i had a bunch of friends for some reason uh, a lot of kids want to be rappers in Bristol. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, man, at least when I was in in high school, even in middle school, like me and all my friends just just wanted to be rappers. You know, um I'm probably the last one <laughs> still doing it of my still, friend yeah. group. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we we that, that was that was life for a while like, you know, like freestyling on the way to basketball games and like sharing things we wrote and finding ways to record and you know, I, I remember like being on AOL instant messenger, like right back and forth with my friends, raps yeah. and all that. So
2: wow, man. yeah. Wow for,
0: for some reason there was like a high uh, concentration of, of rappers <laughs> in my yeah. town growing up. And <laughs> there was even rap beef, you know what I mean? It was, it got exciting. Um,
1: wow. Like what were you listening to back then?
0: Um, in high school was, I got, to, I have two older sisters. Um, like in, in their 30s um so they were, they were big 90s hip-hop fans so like gang okay. star
2: all right yeah,
0: uh yeah. you know tribe called quest wu-tang um you know I, I was a huge i still am jay-z jay-z's old stuff nas um and then into like underground stuff like uh atmosphere and like sage francis big time yeah um that that was definitely my my palette back then B- the ghetto boys naughty by nature um that's the stuff my sisters got me into and i just didn't really turn back from that that's, that's okay big inspiration for the way i write and and mc i
1: guess yeah but you yeah. said you started writing poetry before that was it like yeah. inspired it was- by hip-hop or was it like did oh, you always- take oh, okay
0: always yeah i mean the, the first poetry i was writing it was always ending in rhyme you know and then yeah I got yeah more, more interested in like internal rhyming and stuff like that um, but it was always uh influenced by hip-hop you know big time like q-tip
2: like, oh yeah the, like, yeah
0: the cool way that he could flow and everything um that was a big part of like my poetry was always like ending it in rhyme and then like you know, like, school, pro- like, Eng- I loved English class in high school, and, like, yeah, you know, rhyming has just always been fun to me, and writing especially, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: What were you digging in English class? Like, were you, like, cognizant of trying to be a rapper, like, expanding uh, your vocabulary, ex- you know, or was it?
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. Especially, like, junior and senior year of high school is when I was like, yeah, I think I want to be I think i want to be a rapper you know yeah. a, lot, a lot of it was like trying to uh, impress my older sisters and you know like just show them that i was i was cool in an MC. and like i remember they would have like little parties back at the house and like i would freestyle for their oh, friends really? when i was little and uh yeah they all they all souped me up and, and told me i could do it so that, that was definitely a big part of it was uh you know, this is my sister's influence definitely.
1: Yeah. Is that like yeah. the first time you performed then at these like freestyling at these parties?
0: Yeah, yeah. I didn't really like perform, perform until you know my college years. Um but yeah, that 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 was where it started. And like I said, just like hanging out with friends, like we would that that was pretty much the extent of my uh performing experience was yeah uh, just like around friends and then in uh College, I did a lot more like spoken word stuff. I mm-hmm. uh, I uh, helped direct the poetry slam so, at my college, and that kind of further extended the like the performing aspect because I was I was really shy growing up, so I never pictured myself like being on a stage in front of people. You know, that was like a nightmare for me. Yeah, but, uh, but the you know desire and want to write like it wasn't enough to just have it in my notebook. I was like, I want to like say stuff
1: out loud you know yeah 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 can you talk more about the spoken word um stuff yeah i
0: i started um like my my freshman year at uh roger williams um i had a older mentor from providence his name was omar reyes and uh he just kind of i didn't really know anything about spoken word um, mm-hmm. and just said yeah if you want to you know perform your rhymes in front of a large group of people you should try out the poetry slam it's just like an acapella version of hip-hop essentially um so I liked it you know of course my first few pieces were total shit um <laughs> <laughs> I think I think most of them were actually looking back on it but uh yeah it was just it, got, it had me constantly writing through college mm-hmm. too and um then I you know Ended up taking his spot after he graduated and carrying the torch, um, and getting all my friends involved with it and whatnot. So I think that definitely helped my writing improve and um, get a little more creative.
1: And, mm-hmm.
0: You know,
1: like there were people yeah. around you that kept on pushing you. Like,
0: yeah, we had like a like a writer. We had something called like Writers Anonymous or whatever, uh-huh. and uh, we would meet every week and share our stuff and critique stuff and. That definitely helped, like refine some of the
1: stuff I was trying to convey. Yeah, so that was super helpful. Yeah. Okay. And was it like people like Q Tip, or were there other like poets or uh, spoken um, word people that were inspiring you? Like, like was there a division between like your spoken word poetry and and your raps, or was it? Yeah, definitely.
0: Whether? I think um, they, they they started to mesh more as I got older. Um, and yeah. I started having more poetic aspects in my, my hip hop and whatnot. But, um, yeah, the, the poetry slam was definitely like a way to unleash feelings and rage at the world. And I think that's, was the start of me, um, definitely being more political and uh-huh. what I was talking about and, and trying to have more of a us, like not me type of, uh, content and, and, and what I write and stopping like rapping about rapping like yo my
3: flow <laughs> my flow
0: my runs my bars and more like mad at the world type stuff and
1: like, <laughs> yeah more content in it yeah
0: yeah so you know like in terms of spoken word people that like sage you know what i mean um mm-hmm. jared jared paul who's also a providence dude um listening to and and uh working with jared a lot
2: mm-hmm.
0: really kind of meshed the poetry and hip-hop world for me and he was really the uh the guy in providence who got me started and get got me shows and introduced like got my like feet in the water essentially with with hip-hop was
1: was big time jared yeah how did you connect with him i mean yeah i mean i've known him for um or at least known the name forever you know yeah he's just kind of a, a a legendary person in that
0: yeah, yeah, he's um, he, area, so. he did uh, a guest appearance at, at the uh, poetry slam when when I was in college, and that's and that's how I met him. Yeah, and kept kept in contact with him. And then uh, I did the Providence Poetry Slam for a couple years and mm-hmm. he was big, big time in that scene. And then um, he, I told him I was like, yeah, I love doing this, but I, I love you know performing hip hop. And he was like working on a lot of hip hop stuff. He had just released an album, and he was like, "You should, you know, come on tour with me, be my DJ, and and see what this world is like." So we we went everywhere. We went to Europe for a whole month together. Yeah. And, oh
1: man.
0: Yeah, and and I was just like his DJ, carrying around his laptop and doing his ad libs for him and hyping up the crowd, which is oh really not in my personality at all (laughs) I'm not a not a very like hype hype or hype up type of guy but uh yeah it was you know one of the best times of my life was hanging out with him and going on tour and learning the ins and outs of hip-hop and what's important in hip-hop and music and writing in general you know
1: yeah that's incredible man like so how long had you been performing when you when you did that tour? Uh,
0: you know, I did, did like some small, nothing, nothing crazy in Providence. I was doing a lot of open mic stuff and a lot more poetry stuff. Yeah. Um, but I was starting to get a couple small shows here and there, um, playing at AS220 and, you know, wherever, mm. wherever would have me on a bill. Um, but yeah, not, a, not a whole lot, really not a lot of exposure before, um, he took me, he brought me around. So. That's awesome
1: though, man. That's yeah. That's Do you remember yeah. your first? your first show in Providence or or just your first your first hip-hop show like your first uh
0: yeah I I I played in a a really cheesy uh hip-hop band in college we were called uh Brother Teresa and we just did some like real cheesy (laughs) (laughs) hip-hop yeah Yeah, it's uh it, it was a lot of fun but that was really my first uh you know, experience being in front of crowds. I was the like MC in that band, essentially. Uh-huh. And, uh, me and my buddy Mike and my buddy Ryan, and another dude Tim, and we we would open for like whatever acts came to Roger Williams. You know, mm-hmm. never any, never anything, you know, big. But we have to play in front of like our classmates or whatever. So that was kind of my first time getting on a stage and shaking off the nerves.
1: You yeah. Know and then but, uh like as as like, jesse the tree when did you first start doing that um
0: i can't i can't even remember i, I did like some house shows in, in providence i remember playing mm-hmm. at like some like brown or RISD house party mm-hmm. and uh and it was just so fun and i was like yeah like I, I can do this i can i can try and you know engage a crowd and you know i had a few friends who liked it and they kept me going and That was that, you know, but definitely like house shows for a while. And before getting into, you know, like all the other venues around.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And were you uh, making beats or were you working with uh, certain Uh, people back then?
0: uh, I've never really been a, been a, never really made too many beats. That's Uh like very technologically impaired. You know <laughs> uh, I can just about use a laptop um, <laughs> so you know if it wasn't for you know, like my friends who are producers and sound engineers and everything I'd be I'd be up shit's Creek I wouldn't know what to do with myself you know um but yeah I worked with um my, my friend from Bristol was my first like producer his name was uh Mac is Mac I don't think he's changed his name um but we were record at his little studio spot in Bristol. Um, mm-hmm. My first album I put out in 2017 was all his production. And, uh, you know, just going from there and meeting people in the scene and getting a beat here and there and putting albums together. And, you know, uh, yeah, i met a lot of really great producers, especially in the Providence area.
3: Now my- Moves pivot on my ankles in the kiddie pool I breathe the breeze to keep the city cool I never pity fools, rid of rules Fuck these old dudes who want to constitute They seldom them, prosecute the monsters like they ought to do Rambling mind, madman, planted in Providence Lacking opulence but I'm ready to rock a continent Pass the condiments and watch me polish off the garbage pit Feeling sick and restless like riddling pills of detention I pray for ascension to a different dimension I pray for ascension to a different dimension I pray for ascension to a Different dimension I, I, I never borrow kicks, I can't tell you what you run from. No I never borrow kicks, I can't tell you what you run from. Never borrow kicks, I can't tell you what you No I never borrow kicks, I can't tell you what you have run from. Never
1: borrow kicks. Is there any producer, beat maker that you'd like to work with that you haven't worked with yet? Um I'm actually
0: I'm working with this dude from Baltimore right now. I just got connected with him through Sage Francis, actually. Um, And and he's, he seems like a really cool dude. He's a nice guy and he's been sending me a couple beats just in the last couple of weeks. That's that's kind of my next exciting um, experience with the producer, especially, you know, somebody from out of town, but Mm
2: -hmm.
0: yeah, I like to keep an open ear and, work with anybody who has a cool sound
2: yeah
0: um i did a lot of work with uh lewis morris who's from providence yeah, yeah. Um, he he did a few beats a lot of the beats on my um album i just put out and he's an incredible producer and rapper um mm-hmm. so he, he definitely elevated my sound i would say and like I, I say all the time it's like you can you can write your ass off you can be a great performer can have cool content but if you don't have cool production type production it doesn't really matter it's not going to go anywhere you know it's all it's 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 a big you know a lot of moving cogs and being able to have music that you actually like and that other people can enjoy it's far beyond being able to rap you know yeah it's It's, it's having a good beats and good people to mix and master your songs. It's a lot of moving parts. That yeah. was a new world for me, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, how would you um, kind of speak about that experience of being that young rapper that you were talking about in Bristol with all your friends going to basketball games? So yeah. Like, like actually being a rapper now. Like,
2: yeah, yeah. Is yeah. there
1: um, How much of a difference is there between that? Like, were you aware of everything back then? no not at all no. <laughs> like i'm gonna do this the beats are just gonna show up and you know <laughs> yeah that, that, that,
0: that's exactly what i thought you know i figured they would just they're just there i didn't yeah. know how much work goes into you know making a beat and producing a beat and you know mastering a song that that was a completely different world to me i see how much work those guys put in and it's it's wild but yeah you well know, that same like i guess like wild passion i had when i was a little guy wanting to rap is still the same you know yeah yeah it's something i i can't give up really
2: yeah you know
0: as goofy as it may may sound to you know people i grew up with like yeah i'm I'm still rapping you
1: know no man Uh, they're killing uh, it dude
0: but it's it's you know it's a part of me it's 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 the best way for me to communicate with other people and Express my my feelings and thoughts always has been yeah so it's definitely essential in my life yeah. beyond beyond the fun that it brings it's, it's it's more so cathartic and you know the fun part is the cathartic part yeah and how good I can feel like writing a song of things that I want to convey about myself or yeah it's it's the best way like I said best way for me to communicate personally.
1: Uh, no, I agree. I mean, um, you know, I'd, I'd love to talk more about your your style um, and, mm-hmm. and the, the content that you put into your music. But what inspires you to, you know, to write like what you write, you know, I mean, you kind of have a, a unique style. You're covering different topics and what like what yeah.
0: most rappers
1: do. Um, so,
0: yeah, not a lot of not a lot of people rapping about
1: their uh, grandmas. <laughs> yeah, I just started watching TV, with
0: him, you know, like, I mean, and that's, yeah. you know, it's, 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 as cheesy as it may sound, it's, it's, it just feels like a, like a collection of memories mm-hmm. uh, for, for, uh, you know, I'm a sentimental dude, and uh, I'm not very good at collecting things or holding on to physical things. So, you know, when I wrote that particular song, Grandma, it's, I, I wrote what was in front of me, and I can remember, you know, the exact day when I did write that, and mm-hmm for me it's kind of just like etching that into reality and something i can hold on to forever and that hopefully i think like you said other people will be like oh cool i remember hanging out with my grandma
2: mm-hmm.
0: and watching tv you know that was really just inspired by watching uh like family feud with my grandma and how like cool that felt <laughs> and
2: how, yeah. normal,
0: how normal it was but in in the same sense it was like no oh, this is important you know i'm having quality time with my grandma and at the same time, like thinking about a lot of other weird shit mm-hmm. <laughs> in conjunction with this, you know? Yeah, yeah
1: man. No, I mean, uh, thank you for doing that. Uh, it's, it's cool. You know, it's cool to yeah, be able thanks to, for, thanks for listening to it, man. Um, to hear that kind of stuff. Um, but I guess, you know, uh, like with the, the sounds that you have and, um, I guess to even kind of go back a little bit, um, I know that, you know, prior to doing this interview, when you and I have, have talked, you've mentioned that you've listened to a lot of like, folk music, um, yeah. Grateful Dead. Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit more about that? And
0: um, Yeah, I mean, just as important as I said, like all like the 90s hip hop that I grew up loving, it's like a, a big part of my writing. Just, just an equal amount comes from like, old folk music you know mm-hmm. like Bob, like like you said like grateful dead neil young um bob dylan mm-hmm. like that sad cowboy stuff towns van zant um, yeah yeah up up to like songs ohio um yeah i love like that like sad blues shit and it's i, I think they have a beautiful way of writing especially in that genre and it's just as influential on me yeah as, as anything you know what i mean mm-hmm. um, but yeah that's 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 really my favorite stuff to listen to
2: the, really? sad, yeah. the
0: sad cowboy tunes man <laughs> I love that yeah. and i yeah I'd like to think I do some like sad cowboy rap sometimes
1: <laughs> no I, yeah I definitely I can agree with that that um, yeah. it's cool to hear those different sounds come in and just to um, again getting back to the new record that there's just a lot of variations of sounds and um you know like you're singing on the record um, mm-hmm. and at different points it's just it's it's cool that it, it you know it, it has character um yeah it's not just like in your face rap um which again is mm-hmm. still cool you know yeah um, yeah definitely. nothing against like in your face rap but it's just it's um Know, just a, a well done record, and, and and knowing that, and you know, just being able to kind of communicate that, you can kind of hear that there's just some different elements. Um, yeah,
0: I've have gotten super into um, like the freak folk scene, um, like Bill Callahan, uh, okay, uh, Bonnie Prince Billy, you know, Little Wings, guys like yeah. that too, and just like it's it's all the same. You know, people are just trying to express themselves in one way or another yeah um but that's I think that's definitely helped my writing a lot Mm -hmm. um it's just it's taking in other influence rather than just hip-hop to learn how to write and and like just talk about you know whatever I'm talking about in these songs
1: yeah I mean it seems that like looking at just the core of like folk music that there there's that element of communication and emotion, but that's yeah. really what it is. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, the songs aren't, most of them aren't that, uh, I mean, using Bob Dylan as an example, like his songs aren't extremely complex. They're like three chord songs at times, you know, yeah. but like the content of what he's trying to communicate is really what, what brings people in and what has allowed him to do everything that he's done. And, you know, my, you know, small opinion here, you know, um, but yeah. I think that you can kind of, do that as well and it's you know I don't know if, would you say that it was like a um, something that you put thought into or just something that has kind of happened naturally where like what you're writing about has that emotion to it or
0: I, I would say pretty naturally um, yeah. I, th- I think it just you know just as you learn yeah. Yeah. vocabulary and different ways to write like just listening has been one of the the biggest ways that I've been able to grow as an artist is just constant listening. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, being around, being in a music scene, being around other artists, you know, especially like recently working with the band that, that and and, uh, it's just like, it's, I'm, I'm always so in, in adoration of like the guys in my band and other people who can play instruments so beautifully. And it's like, I wanna almost like rap, like I'm playing a guitar riff or you mm-hmm. know, a wild bass riff. It's like if I could put that into word, you know, because I'm not very uh, instrumentally inclined, unfortunately. <laughs> so <laughs> I gotta try and do it all over a beat in whatever way that ha- and however that comes out, you
1: know. Yeah. Well, there's, I'd say, there's a lot of people that can play guitar, but there's not a lot of people that can rap like you do. So, it's, oh, that's very sweet. <laughs> keep doing what you're doing, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, how did you connect with Tree People? Like, what was the um, the plan? Like, was there a plan behind that? Or um?
0: yeah, it, it it was it was a fairly natural thing. Um, my buddy Taylor, uh, who plays bass in Tree People, I had like. I had a show at the Grange, actually, the restaurant, the Grange. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, man, I don't know how I feel about like in your face rapping at a vegan <laughs> restaurant.
1: <laughs> but, yeah. Just like a DJ, like here I am, you know? Yeah. was yeah, <laughs>
0: like, I don't, that, that just seems, uh, I'm already, you know, a fairly <laughs> awkward person on stage. I don't want to be like screaming at people while they're eating their, um, Cauliflower wings. Yeah. <laughs> <away. laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> uh, so Taylor was like, Yeah, let me play bass behind you. Um okay. yeah, that's a super cool idea. And then he was like, My friend Josh, who's who's a drummer and tree people, he's like he could do some real mellow drumming in the mm-hmm. background. So that was the first time we played us three, and then I was like, This is fun, you know, it's fun playing with a backing band especially other people on stage. So nobody's looking at me the whole time. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And then uh, from there, we added a couple dudes from that, from the band Bo check was a tremendous band in their own right. And uh, so we got guitar and keys now. And uh, it started um, by Taylor and Josh just learning for a while. We just played as a three piece and they learned all the beats and they would just play them live.
1: Okay,
0: and now we're to the point where we're just you know writing stuff all together. Writing your own stuff, yeah, yeah. So it's it's been it's those are the most fun shows definitely is playing with all of them. They're all Mm -hmm. super super talented dudes and very equally you know as kind and creative as they are talented. So yeah, it's it's really fun playing with the band. You know it's 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 weird standing up there with only a mic. And then they'll like jam for two minutes. I just usually turn around and look at them. <laughs> I don't know what to do. With my, uh, I don't know what to do with my hands. You know, I'm not yeah. gonna play air guitar. Uh, but it, uh, you know, like I said, like I, so much of my music taste is is like, folk stuff, and, um, just having like live instruments, uh, on my side is it's it's a really cool experience.
3: You can call me the big, friendly giant Son of the stars, the sky, and science However you multiply it, and my sister calls me grow Told me to rise and glow, don't hide your soul Devise and flow, and my dad calls me poke, Just like my friends from home Don't know the origin, but I love it so Out of the rubber, nor the smoke, I go Face gray from the toes, I forgot to pay And things that I forgot to say I don't know where I'm headed to but i'll get there soon it might feel like the end is near but we're not doomed bring your water to the flower beds and try to help them bloom and just stay true and just stay true to
1: you. do you have uh plans to uh like record st- stuff with the band yeah
0: i mean we, we were saving up money to do so um before all this happened you know yeah we, yeah we, we 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 got to play a couple really fun shows right before uh right before all this and we had a little money saved so when things simmer down definitely we're gonna try and do like a little four track demo of what we've been working on and that's definitely in the plans i think that'll be really cool to listen to
1: cool so where do you plan to do that
0: um you know either big nice studio or uh with my buddy dylan from horse-eyed men at, okay. his home, at his home uh probably a combination of both yeah yeah whoever, whoever will take us
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh yeah i hope that's that's definitely one of my biggest musical goals is to record all of us together and have something physical or at least digital for people to listen to you know because we, we actually have nothing recorded at all um and we've been playing with the band for, yeah yeah we've been playing for a couple of years, so it'd be nice to have something in that arena to show for it, you know,
1: yeah,'cause it it does have a different element I mean it is a different show, you know, like yeah yeah, the vibe it's, to it
0: it feels way different, you know yeah. I mean a lot of the content I would say is pretty similar, but it's it's mm-hmm. it feels like it feels like two different um musical endeavors completely really. Yeah.
1: It's rad that
0: you have the ability to do that. You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful for those guys and, and all the work they do. It's, 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 it's funny practicing with them because, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll just go home and write, but these guys are, like, actually building an act a song instrumentally, which, you know, like I said, it just always, like, amazes me that people <laughs> can do that. The same yeah. way I see people, like, flicking around on a computer, editing sound and everything, I'm just always like, how the hell do you do that? like i can bear it i'm just typing in like notes on my iphone yeah for me of of song lyrics so that's cool man yeah well
1: yeah i wanted to uh talk about some of the people that you've worked with and some of the like records that you've done so i know that you've um did like a collaboration with uh slitty wrists uh yeah when that was like what was it like
2: doing that record with them and he did a
1: bunch
0: of videos and i mean um yeah that, that was so fun uh yeah he's he's a, he's a monster in his own right you know what i mean yeah he's, yeah he's one of the most uh lyrically and like performance wise one of the best artists in rhode island in the hip-hop scene definitely um mm-hmm. it, it was yeah he just it was a couple of years back um he had like a you know a more mellow song and he was like oh i think like Jesse would sound nice on this um you know we met playing a lot of the same shows and we we just put together that song slow uh-huh. and, uh huh it sounded cool and and uh we were like let's make a whole EP together let's try a whole bunch of different sounds and yeah i learned you know i learned a lot from him and he's we're, we're very very different different uh performance styles yeah right? yeah like he he's a very energetic and engaging and like it, it, the shows he puts on are like an entire theatrical performance. You know what I mean? Like he's super, mm-hmm. ele- super, super electric. Whereas I've always been, you know, pretty much 98% uh, preserved on stage and <laughs> kind of like stay in the pocket, like a quarterback would, like I don't really move around much. And yeah. he's like at, at every different side of the room. Um, so I, I learned a ton from him and just like almost trying to be working on my confidence on stage and being like, no, oh, what I have to say is cool. Like maybe some people will get into this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I learned a lot from him in terms of like just being an MC and uh, being a more interactive MC and just like believing more in myself, I would say. Um, but yeah, it, it was fun. Cause it was just like, I wouldn't typically uh, our styles are just so different and I didn't think we would be able to, you know, make a full album together, but we did and it was a super fun process and mm-hmm. we got to play so many fun shows. We still do. Um, I like to think we both complemented each other in a lot of different ways. Like we, we played PVD fest together um, and we played with the live band. Um, cool so we kind of got to combine all those different worlds and uh yeah it, it just like it learned so much from him as an artist in terms of like just you know hip-hop etiquette and you know i'm I'm older than him but still just being like damn like have some more fun up there be a little more loose mm-hmm. you know i mean like get rid of the, like some of those self-loathing feelings and just like you know <laughs> move around a little bit yeah you know? Like try to be more engaging and uh yeah he's 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 a treat to watch, man, like his solo shows are definitely yeah. super electric um so yeah that was, that was an awesome process and i I'm not really a big music video guy, um but he really pushed for that, and uh that opened my world into that um area as well It's like it's important to have some like some visuals with
1: music, yeah, Well. So, so yeah i yeah, mean that's a good transition to the song clarity that you put out which is yeah. lewis uh, produced that right lewis morris did that and- yep lewis produced yeah. it and then
0: uh greg Malazzi uh did the camera work for it and kind of helped with the idea of it and uh jameer wilson did actually all the camera work for it yeah that was a blast man that was, yeah what that was, was the
1: cool. concept of the video
0: um so we just, we decided to rent a U-Haul and
2: <laughs>
0: decorate it like it was a, you know, just like a living room, bedroom or whatever. And yeah. we, just, we, we got the U-Haul, we loaded it up and made it look like, you know, it wasn't a U-Haul. Yeah, And we found, <laughs> we drove around for a while and we, we found a, a open parking lot at the Ramada and Seekonk
1: okay yeah. and
0: we just you know we drove in donuts and filmed the video <laughs> in a couple hours and nice yeah it was wicked fun man it was
1: they, they probably had no idea that they're part of hip-hop history right there oh you know. ah, no idea man I, we, we were actually like next who are those to guys that. driving a u-haul around i
0: know <laughs> but, really? the Ramada and Sea I mean I'm sure they've seen stranger things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't I don't know what goes on there. I don't even really want to know. But, uh, yeah. yeah we we were next to uh it got cut out of the video. Hopefully I'll, we'll put up some clips from it one day but uh yeah this like we were next to like a herb herb chambers like Hyundai dealership whatever. Okay. Know. Yeah, like
1: some big but, car. Uh,
0: yeah, and lie. the guy actually came over not actual Herb Chambers. I don't even know, where that <laughs> was, but whoever owned that uh, dealership, and he was like, "Hey, like, are you a famous rapper?" And uh, uh, my friends were like, "Yeah, he's he's big time." And uh, he was like, "Oh, cool. Well, you should uh, take out some of my like nicest cars and put them in the video." So, like, wow. he brought, yeah. He had his like employees bring over like five brand new like 2019, 2020 cars. This wild shit like <laughs> like race cars and rain they let rovers. you drive them
1: or oh just... yeah
0: dude yeah yeah we, we were we were all whipping those things around <laughs> the nicest car i'll ever be in my entire life you know we're, we're yeah team, we're team uh chrysler town and country
1: <laughs> what so, was that it was like a roots video right where was it the roots where they broke down like the the rap video I think it was just like, this is a rented car, you know? Yeah. And they, like, took down <laughs> that, that wall of, like...
0: We that. didn't have any uh, use for it in the video, though. Yeah. Right? <laughs> the whole thing was being filmed in the U-Haul. That was the concept. So, But we still, you know, whipped them around and had fun in them and got some funny clips. But, yeah, it was that was my, like, brief pretending I'm a famous rapper <laughs> moment. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool, though yeah that was cool man. those cars are i was like shitting my pants though because i was like i don't know how to drive these things i'm gonna whip it right into the side of this ramada
2: yeah yeah went,
0: it's like way too yeah. over yeah <laughs> in the yeah. back of my head though i was like i wonder how far this can go like i wonder if like, he'll just let me keep one <laughs> yeah um, they, they had to be returned <laughs>
1: that's a cool experience though man you know yeah yeah it, it, yeah. yeah hey man
0: you know sometimes sometimes you get a couple free beers at a show sometimes you get to drive a 2020 limited edition range rover yeah <laughs> <laughs> i still prefer the free beers though
3: I've been known to bend an MC directly over my knee. Dissect the bones like a 40 cent special. Depending on the weather, I am devilish or delicate. My verbal etiquette, burn medicals, turn decibel up. I reminisce to a time at which my light shined like a diamond wrist. I'm inclined to slip, sit back and recline and sip. Red wine to the minds of drift. I'm alive as shit. We're going to make it, We're gonna make it. God, knows. God knows, but I don't know that cat, maybe a dog knows, words drip like a dog knows, this is beyond cars and gold, I'm searching for the cosmos, no dose till the roses grow, it gets colder than open toes, on a frozen shore, so much that I don't know for sure, but I expose my soul like an open door, and of course it is live from the 401, you can drive through every town before the sun blinks once, from the water to the mall, liquor like store to lunch, and you can probably get it done before the clock hits one, let Knock in your ears, boom box of trunk reporting live and I'm spun, dirt rock from sun, even in my tube socks, couldn't stop the run like I'm hers to walk over Tom sun Sun. And I know clarity can take some time, but I've been feeling for those breaks in light. And I know clarity can take some time, but I've been feeling for those breaks in
1: light. You just put out a new record earlier this year, Space Tomatoes. Can you talk about the process of making that? Um,
0: You know, it was, it it was, that's really my first album where I had like a lot of good like connections and to sound. And that was my Mm -hmm. first like fully like studio produced album rather than just like, you know, going house to house with my friends and kind of hastily throwing something together. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it was a collection of stuff that I had made within the year um it it wasn't really intended i wasn't like all right i'm making an album it was more i'm gonna keep making songs um and then we'll see where they go and i was like all right i I got a bunch now let's just put it on an album it's about Mm -hmm. time instead of you know uh, i have a lot of stuff that i just sit on and never end up putting out and that stuff was all recent and i was like i just want to put it out and see what people think yeah and uh i didn't really have a name for it so i texted my mom i I remember i was uploading it into you know distro kid to throw on spotify and all that stuff
2: yeah
0: and i was like what the hell do i call it and i was just gonna call it untitled texted my mom and she was like oh oh call it space tomatoes i'm like okay
2: so
1: that's that's the uh yeah that's the extent of. Uh, Where did she pull that out of? Like, I mean, yeah. I know that they're a thing, but was it just? A, Are they a thing? Space yeah, thing I believe so. Idea. I believe that yeah. it's uh like that cool. they're to grow uh, vegetables like as tests for. Yeah. Um, I I uh, couldn't like international different. space station or something like that. You know, it's, yeah. it's like you know, like living on a different planet, like trying to test that stuff. I believe. Yeah, uh, man. I, I mean, we'll have to fact check it, but I thought.
0: Yeah, see, man, you're you're deep sense. without
1: even trying, man. <laughs> Shit, you know, that, <laughs> like this is like intergalactic stuff, man. You know, are <laughs> like, that's no, just I, two words, you know. That's what I. That's
0: that's what I, uh, I could have said if I like, you know, was was trying to prove a point. Cause I well, you know, this album is about trying to organically produce something in an extraterrestrial environment. Yeah. So maybe, maybe, you know, future reference, that's what I'll tell people is, yeah. is uh, trying to pr- produce, uh, you know, edible things in uh off off the face of the earth. Yeah. You know, but the tomatoes thing, it, I guess it is kind of deeper than like I said, I mean, my my parents are farmers and mm-hmm. um, tomatoes is just always resonated with me. My dad grows all types of wild tomatoes and I have fond memories of those. I actually oh, okay. just started liking tomatoes too, man. Speaking of uh, the palate expanding,
2: yeah, I finally,
0: finally like them. Um, and you know, space, space is cool, man. I mean, you can't yeah, go yeah. wrong. You can't go wrong with space. <laughs> you Can't go wrong with either of those words. <laughs> There's nothing too too risky about that title.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to uh, you know bring up. You know that you and I've been able to work together and we're going to put this record out on limited edition cassette. Um, yeah, so very exciting, man. Um yeah, I mean it's uh do you want to talk about that? Do you want me to Yeah, I mean it's it's all you, man. Uh, all right. <laughs> I, <mean>, I, mean, <laughs> I mean I mean it's all you in the sense that like
0: you reached out to me and were super helpful and and generous and and had you know the right ideas to get this thing done. Like I said, I I, I just just write my songs yeah. on in my phones, and I I'm, I'm grateful to know people like you who know how to take it further. <laughs> and, uh, I'm a huge cassette fan. You know, what I mean, I'm not yeah. I'm not much of a vinyl person. I, I I more so collect cassettes. Yeah. Um, they're just cute, and you know, they're fine. Yeah. You can put them in your pocket, and I you know, my car is old enough that I can still listen to cassettes in it.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: but, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about that and excited to distribute it to people. And it's it's, kind of, it's like a little souvenir, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. Like, it's... Uh, yeah, I'm just super excited about being, like, a small part of, of this. But, yeah, it's um, just having something tangible kind of makes it a little bit more real. and um, yeah, Exactly. My head and So, yeah, these are some super dope tapes i mean you know you picked everything out but it's a you know like sonic green cassette with uh yeah kind of like the you know album artwork uh like superimposed on the the cassette itself so it's kind of like the wallpaper design is like on the cassettes and yeah um yeah limited to 100 hopefully some people pick them up you know and yeah they better man (laughs) (laughs) some you know even more ultra limited uh koozies that'll come with like probably like the first like 25 orders you know get some people these other uh koozies with it but um yeah i mean who god there's some expanded artwork so on the inside cover you had one of your friends yeah Yeah. share share some artwork do you want to talk about about that
2: yeah
0: um, pulp prints you know (laughs) uh she's she's uh she's an incredible artist she's been doing a lot of work for uh you know especially in the hip-hop scene she's extended more now but uh yeah super grateful for her work she's she's been doing uh some more of the stuff i'll be working on in the future and she just has a good eye for stuff and um yeah i was very grateful that she she let me use some of her work for the cassette but yeah i mean that's uh. I I love the artwork for it and Mm -hmm. um, that's just as important as anything else. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's all tied together and she did a great job for it. Cool. Yeah. It looks cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It'll be
0: cool too. (laughs) Yeah. You can can have your Dell's lemonade. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, if contact Pulp Prince on, on uh, Instagram, she's, she's got, she's, she's working real hard to, uh, do a lot of creative graphic design stuff and and uh, it's cool stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you're listening, you know uh, um, I'll be handling some of the uh, mail order stuff. So livingroomutv.com and uh, Jesse will have the other ones whenever we do shows again
0: yeah in in
1: 2025 <laughs> so
0: um i'll re- i'll really be 50 by that
1: time yeah i'll be all, I'll be all settled down in warren yeah. with my dog that's, i want some park. like yeah some grizzled rap that's you know we don't want just like angry I yeah. we want like grizzled like old man you know like oh. <laughs> rocking chair rap you know like yeah, get off my of lawn like, shit you know yeah that's i'm, I'm going to create a whole new genre yeah. of it's old, you know,
0: uh, cynical old man rap. Band. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> I'd like
0: to think I'll, I've already started. But, uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Nice yeah. man. um Yeah. Well, what would you say is your greatest music accomplishment? Um. Uh, you know,
0: to be honest, uh. I would say just making music that my, my sister and my family, like, you know,
2: yeah.
0: uh, especially my sister, Mariah, um, she, she's always, you know, pushed me to be creative and 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 continue down the hip hop lane and just at having a product that I could show her that I worked really hard on and mm-hmm. her, like, she, she knows all the lyrics to it. she, she's definitely, she's, she, she wants to be my, uh, my merch girl. <laughs> uh, but cool. at, at the live shows, but you know, on a, that's that's always been my driving force. So to make stuff that was personal to me, um, that I worked hard on, and and have the people closest to me, you know, I guess in, in a little bit of a larger sense, that having the people closest to me enjoy the stuff that I create, there's nothing better than that. You know,
1: yeah,
0: that's the coolest shit in the world for me.
1: No man, no, that's awesome
0: yeah
3: well thanks so much jesse
0: yeah thank you so much for having me man it's been fun
3: yeah this that hungry hungry hip-hop anonymous sly fox unlocking these heart-shaped boxes till the ominous sky drops until the vision is less than Cyclops From the top of my soapbox Like my bones reside. In between the lines We ain't evil by design We're not feeble, we're alive So be kind, rewind like death did Words wrap around your head Sort of like a too-tight necklace And my checklist is Show respect, eat your breakfast Protect your neck and then protest For defenseless kids Get your rest, cause Life is reckless Sort of beautiful mess of unusual stress But you seem to be a suitable Yes, 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 The moon theft. Make moves like chess. We coalesce. Watch it rise in the east until it's set in the west. And the prize of the quest is the weight off chess. Yes. yes, 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 yes. Lewis? With no Lewis further F? ado. Oh, my brother. Yes. Lewis Morris. F? Oh, shit. Nah. Yeah, my angelic days are over Cargo drop a gorilla glue for all the Broken halos, put them back together Wear them like a scarlet little hole Entire your planet knows my reputation No repentance, life's like, I sweating to need it and I, I barely know, wear it just To make her happy, don't know why I do it though Heart be going faint, I'm standing at the of catharsis, and my chariot awaits for riding, always gets me carsick. I'm cautious about this apathy, it's stony like the rose. The more I try not to feel, it's when I feel it all the most. These emotions tessellate into the shaky ground I stand on. A mirror of my sky gray as the curtains of my mind is cloudy. I reminisce the paint, I blink my only master. Hanging in a museum, set up by eyeless critics, imagining what they see seeing. I close my eyes and try to tap into this into be being. Only way to keep it honest, that's why I made a promise to stick the facts and work their hands on a stack.